I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Amanda Northcutt, a business consultant joining me from Fort Collins, Colorado. Amanda, welcome to the show. Hey Kyle, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Okay, let's get started. First off, what is a business consultant? and like, What kinds of things do you actually do at work? Hmm, that's a great question because this can be a little bit confusing. So there are a lot of different types of business consultants, but specifically I help SaaS or software as a service companies fix problems so they can help their own customers and therefore make more money. Okay, interesting. But yeah, so that's kind of sort of what I do, big picture, like bird's eye view. Um, from a day-to-day -day standpoint, I spend a lot of time on Zoom, just like we're on Zoom right now uh, with business owners or people who are in charge of running these software companies. Um, I ask a lot of questions to learn as much as I can or need to know about their business so I can help find problems and then create a plan to help them solve them. Sometimes I just give advice. Other times I actually work more closely with a company and, and help them solve the problems that I've found. Um, but basically you can summarize my job by saying that I'm an expert at identifying and solving big problems for software companies and help them make more money. Does that make sense? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> how long Fair have enough. you been how long have you been a business consultant and when did you first know you wanted to be a business consultant? Mm, yeah, I first started consulting on the side uh, about 10 years ago while I was still working full-time for another company and I've been consulting actually full-time now for just about six or seven years. Uh, I think I've wanted to be a consultant for about as long as I knew what it was, um, which really I didn't know what a consultant was until I was an adult because we didn't have podcasts and things like this uh, to learn. Uh, but basically I love helping people solve problems and find a path toward solutions. I love business and I love people. Uh, for some weird reason, business just kind of clicks with me and makes sense. Uh, I guess that's just the way my, my brain is wired. Hmm. Cool. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, you know, there's not much that I don't like about my job. I've kind of um, worked really hard to create this, this job and this lifestyle that I really love and enjoy and allows me to, to spend time with my family and um, just kind of have a life and not, you know, have my, my entire life be about work. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think if I had to choose just one thing that I didn't like, maybe it would be that sometimes I just give advice and, you know, recommend what people should do in their business to make it better. Um, but I don't necessarily get to like see it through to completion. So I really like to know that the advice I've given is, is good and actually helps people. But sometimes um, all I do is give the advice. So hmm. yeah. But what do I like most? Um, hmm. That's a really good question. And I hadn't really, thought about that too much, I think, uh, recently, but I think it's, I love solving problems. That's just one of my favorite thing is, things in, in life is to find problems and help solve them to make, you know, um, a person's life or their business better. Hmm. Yeah. So what level of education do you have? And was that like required for your job or not? Mm, that's a good question. And that's becoming more and more interesting and, and complex of a conversation to talk about, like if you need a college degree or not. Um, I do, I do have a college degree. I have a bachelor's degree in uh, something called sport management. Um, I don't think my education was particularly relevant uh, for what I do today, but I think 
the perception of my clients uh, would be that I lack credibility without a college degree. So even though I don't necessarily need the knowledge that I learned there, which is funny, having that piece of paper, that degree has been important as just sort of a, a checklist item that says, okay, she's credible. She's been to college. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of a tricky question, but I would say, I would say yes, mostly required. Okay. So how much money would someone starting out as a consultant expect to make? Mm, good question. And an important thing to consider, uh, not the only thing you should consider when thinking about careers, but definitely, definitely important one. Um, so someone starting out as a consultant, uh, first of all, you have to be really, really good at something to be a good consultant. So um, you're probably going to need to go work somewhere else for a while before being a consultant is even an option. And I'll dig into that a little bit later on um, based on the questions you have coming up. But, uh, you know, a good consultant should be making more than $100,000 a year. Uh, the best consultants make more than a million dollars a year. Um, and, and so it really depends on what you're consulting on or for and uh, truthfully how good you are at it, how effective of a consultant you are. So there's a wide range, but it, it's certainly uh, a high potential income career. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. So what's, okay. What's the long-term salary potential? Oh, long-term salary potential. Well, um, like I said, it really varies like from industry to industry who you're consulting for. Um, but I do know some consultants who make more than a million dollars a year. I would say, you know, a consultant with 15 years of experience could make uh, 250 to $400,000 a year. Mm, okay. If you're good, you know, not that like top 2% say of, <laughs> of, consultants but yeah you can you can make a good living if you're good at it okay cool so how much free time do you have like do you work a 40-hour work week more or less mm. yeah you know I really like how the traditional 40-hour work week is kind of going away in a lot of industries um, people that work for me and people that I uh, advise you know I, I always talk about outcomes and work in terms of outcomes and actually uh, it doesn't matter if you're sitting at your desk 40 hours a week if you don't actually get your job done. And so I'm far more concerned with the quality of your work and getting your job done than you are, than I am that you sat at your desk for 40 hours. So that's a little bit off topic, but that's kind of just an interesting conversation that's evolving for your generation as you guys come into the workforce. Um, I do not work a traditional 40 hour work week. Um, I work odd hours um, and, yeah, not, not a full 40 hours. I typically am more like 30 to 35 and I'm able to set my own schedule for the most part. And so, and I can kind of dial up or dial back based on, you know, what's going on with my family life or vacation or how much money I want to make and stuff like that. So I can take on more clients or not based on what my goals are. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? Great question, Kyle. Uh, the first thing, I got a few, few points on this. Pick something you love and over time become an expert at it so you can help people solve their biggest problems. Again, like I said earlier, you'll, you'll likely need to work for someone else for several years to get experience and have time to learn. Um, the second thing here is to be a lifelong learner. Read voraciously. That means a lot, constantly. Listen to podcasts, audiobooks, watch TED Talks, you know, watch your favorite YouTube, edu educational YouTube channels, um, get a mentor. And I don't know if you know what a mentor is. Do you, Kyle? Kind of. Like someone kind who of. educates you. 
Yeah, that's part of it. Um, it's, it's, it could be like a teacher, but sometimes something, someone that's more than just that. So someone who will help you uh, with your life and big choices and decisions, but also, and probably more specifically in this context, someone who does what you want to do or someone that you admire who helps you kind of um, move up the ranks in your career um, to be more successful and get where you want to go. So I, I would encourage all young people to try and find a mentor. Um, you, you just have to talk to an adult that you trust uh, about that. And the last thing is um, one thing you can do right now, because it takes a long time to get to be a consultant, because it takes a long time to be an expert at something. But right now you can practice being a good listener and showing interest in others by asking good questions. So as a kid, sometimes that's, that's hard to think of good questions to ask people or you're not necessarily interested, but you will be a better, kinder, more empathetic person if you uh, listen and ask good questions and be interested in other people, not just waiting for your turn to talk. Hmm. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. All right. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? I would have, and I, th I like this question. It made me kind of look back and reflect on when I was your age and stuff. Um, first, I would have read a lot more. I would have talked to more adults. I would have asked for more help. Um, one thing that I've learned being in, in sales for a long time, especially earlier in my career, is that the worst that someone can say is no. And that's not that big of a deal if somebody says no, depending on the question, obviously. But, um, you know, when, it, when you're asking someone, like an adult to help you or to be a mentor, the worst they can say is no. And that's an okay outcome outcome. Um, you know, so why not go ahead and ask, right? If you don't ask they they don't even have the opportunity to say yes to help you. So I would ask for help. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So what is the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in their work? Like, like not just as a business consultant, but other jobs and careers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of overall advice. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, never stop learning and trying to improve. Uh, even experts don't know everything. So approach life with what's called a beginner's mindset. One that's ready to learn and listen. Um, I really like the phrase, seek first to understand and then, and then only to be understood. That means listen to the other person's viewpoint um, don't get set in your ways so much that you're unable to listen to others. So take others into account, listen to them and ask good questions. Uh, the second thing would be set goals and have someone help you make a plan to achieve them and then do something every single day of your life toward reaching that goal. Um, two more quick points, Kyle. The, the, the third is have balance. Life is not all about money and it shouldn't be uh, about the pursuit of money. Money does make life easier in some respects, but be wise with it, invest it, give it away to help others and use it to help you achieve your goals. And the last thing I'll leave you with here today, Kyle, is the most important thing in life is relationships. So that's where you should invest most of your time and effort. I really feel like that's key to a happy and successful life, no matter your career or income. Uh, it's your relationships that matter the most. Cool. Thanks, Amanda. Time for the joke of the day. Where do horses live? Uh, I don't know, Kyle. Where do horses live? In neighborhoods. Of course they do. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.